0: Good evening, we'd like to welcome audiences to episode 16 of Alki, the gamified music improvisation podcast recorded right here in Shrewsbury, UK. I'm Benedict and joining me as always is the prolific multi-instrumentalist and music producer Andy Lowe.
1: Hello. It's great to be here again and joining us this time on the podcast is a bandmate of mine. Welcome to Mark Webster.
2: Hello, everybody.
1: It's great to have you with us, Mark. Tell us a bit about what you normally do.
2: Well, normally I just play drums for bands that want to play other people's music. And it's just to keep my hand in and be able to sort of play with other musicians. Um, I really enjoy that. So we've
1: played together in a couple of different covers bands over the the couple of years that I've known you. And uh, what would you say your preference is in terms of style?
2: I always just feel a drummer should have a good groove and for me a great drummer is somebody that gets people up to dance. So for me it's the rhythm and the groove that's the most important rather than the technical abilities. Um, Even though at an early age uh, it was African drumming that I was really interested in and and, and, and I'm still interested in that type of music. It's just lovely, I like to hear that kind of feel.
1: Wow, so we look forward to hearing some different grooves coming out today.
0: Yes, Andy, I think we're in for a very exciting session today. It'll certainly up the energy... Excellent. So, do we use games to play music or music to play games? Find out this evening as we play four improvised musical jams using games, or more specifically, gamifying our jams with rules, restrictions and elements of chance to influence our improvised outcomes. This includes our all-new jam quotas, which we'll be explaining later, but first we'll be using our 12-sided musician's dice in this three-note jam. Mark, would you please roll those dice and tell Andy Lowe what three notes he'll be using to start this jam? Yes, I will.
2: A D-flat, a B-flat and a D.
0: So that's D-flat, B-flat, D. It's another one
1: of those combinations with the, the minor and the major third.
0: A jimmy chord.
1: A jimmy chord. Did we have one of those last time? I believe we did. Should we see if we could do
0: something else with it instead this time? Well, we'll be leaving that up to you, Andy. And what instrument are you going to be playing on this one, Andy? I'll be on guitar for this. What are you going to play? I'm going to be using this Farfisa organ on my Nord Stage 2 here, which sounds a bit like this. Crunchy. Yes, a little bit of distortion on there.
1: Ready to go? Yeah.
3: Okay. so...
1: was a full-on way to start off the show
0: yes as that kind of final symbol crash came in i imagine a, an auditorium full of screaming fans back when there used to be a music industry when people went to gigs yes what are those now i'm not an expert with this style of music but um, perhaps mark you could tell us who was that in the style of
2: um well when andy started playing those chords that were thrown on the dice um it sounded sort of quite heavy to me more like like a, a heavy rock song or something like that so i just felt like the drums should have that sort of heavy kind of pounding sound and sort of try to follow on that i thought the
1: the drums and organ sound in particular reminded me of emerson lake and palmer oh
2: yes oh yeah yeah that, that did have that kind of feel yeah That
1: it, you know yeah that's sort of quite heavy but the quite lush organ sound with it yeah
0: um Yes, and I loved all the different sections that we had there—loud crashing bits, kind of um, climax moments, build-ups. Yeah,
2: well, it was—it was quite nice what you you were both coming out with, and I found it quite enjoyable. And I can see now how lots of people, when they create records, um, nine times out of ten, the good. Song or the good feel has actually come through, like the jamming, and you think, Oh, that sounds nice, and I'll use that bit like the, the bit of improvisation we've just done. It was a few f- bars in, I really noticed there was something you did really nice on the keyboards. So, me being the way I am, I would say, Oh, let's try more on that sort of sound. Mm. Um, and that's the way people are creative, anyway.
1: Do feel free, by the way, in any other jams, if you get an idea that would take the jam in a completely different direction then go with it. That's a good Mm. thing. Oh,
2: okay.
0: Excellent. So next up, we're going to be doing our all-new quotas jam. In this jam, we'll be randomly assigning each other the total number of notes that we're allowed to play. In this case, Andy will be given the challenge of using only a relatively small number of notes. So he'll have to exercise restraint, whereas...
1: Whereas Ben will be given a randomly determined target, which is... Huge, and he's going to have to try hard to fit in as many notes as he can, getting as close to that target.
0: Yes, and I'm going to try and play monophonically on the keyboard here. I'm going to be using the piano on my Nord. And what are you going to be playing, Andy? I'll be
1: doing it on the saxophone.
0: Excellent. And Mark will, of course, remain on the percussion. Now, we're going to be asking Mark to roll two regular 12-sided dice to determine how many notes Andy is allowed to play on this quotas jam. So, Mark, would you please roll the dice?
2: OK. Eleven and a two.
1: That's, that's it. So, eleven two. So, I, I've got 13 notes to play. Choose them wisely. Okay, now for Ben's roll, Mark is going to roll the same two dice again, but we're going to multiply the number by 100. Yikes.
2: And we've got one and three. Not too
1: bad then, really. So 400 notes is your quota. Okey-doke.
2: Well, I hope you guys are ready to go for it now. Yeah. Well, thank you. Here we go.
0: you just trying to get your extra notes in. <laughs> Well, that
1: ending took me by surprise. I was expecting it to go on a bit longer, and I had a few notes left to fit in at the end, I had, to, I had to stick them in. And and then, because it was unexpected, I think I might have put one extra in. It could have been 14.
0: Ah, well. So now, the moment of truth. I've just played my notes into um, Logic Pro X, which gives me the ability to count how many MIDI notes I've played. So, could anyone have a guess how many notes I played? We well, were trying to get to four
2: hundred. So
1: I think you underhit it. Actually, I think you got three
0: hundred and forty. I'll say three hundred and fifty-five. Who's <laughs>
2: closest?
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's the actual score? So the correct answer would be three hundred and fifteen. Oh, oh, I was way under. Wow. Awful.
1: Well, I said in the setup that you were going to have a huge number. Because I, But then actually, when you're rolling two 12-sided dice, there's, there's a wide range, and you could have had up to 2,400. Yes, that's what I was expecting. But then you ended up with just 400, and that's actually quite low. So you you must have been aiming for less.
0: Yes. I mean, I was trying to play monophonically there throughout, and I slipped a couple of times. I did play a few chords by mistake and caught myself doing it. <laughs> but yes, um, I was trying to play fewer notes than... For In sure. a way, it's almost easier to play as many as possible.
2: Now, the actual music I really liked. The same here. It had a sort of, I don't know, it was like a chamber music kind of feel. That's how I heard it. And then I love the ending. Boom, 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 boom. It was quite catchy, the way it kind of ended, mm. um, even though Andy carried on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Yeah, it had almost a kind of stately feel. Like you can imagine it being used as the, uh, the theme tune to the Antiques Roadshow. It was yes, that sort of feel nice. to it. It was bright. It was major and it stayed in
0: a major key the whole time, which we never do.
1: <laughs> so now's the part of the show where we like to find out what music we've all been listening to recently.
2: Yeah. So, Mark, what have you been listening to this week? Well, I haven't been listening to music as, as such. I've watched a few things on YouTube. And I've come across um, Patax, who, are, you know, I, I quite like the style that they do. Um, they do do quite a few covers of Michael Jackson numbers, but they give it a really nice Latin feel. Uh, they do a version of Billie Jean, which I think is, is very creative. The way they they go into the chorus and the, the drummer slow the rhythm down to um, a rumba rhythm and then they end the track with this lady doing um, flamenco dancing and the sound of her heels and the, the clapping sort of adds to the rhythm and, and it's a beautiful way of ending that particular track so I do tend to like to listen to people or bands that are doing thinking out the box a bit and doing something a little bit different even if it's familiar songs.
0: Yes, that's um, dancing as an instrument.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it, it, it is quite a, um, a nice thing to watch on YouTube um, because you can see all the in- musicians interacting and you, you can see that they've come up with a really really original way of playing Michael Jackson's Billie Jean. So, so I was very impressed with that. Excellent, thank you. And Andy Lowe, how about you? Well, I've come across
1: a sound designer and sound artist called Matthew Tuckey. And I listened to his EP, which is just available on Bandcamp called South Bend. And I love found sounds. And he's really gone in that direction using um, field recordings uh, to create four tracks with minimal bits of synthesis added. But just to give you a flavor of one of them, uh, there's a dawn chorus track where he uses recordings taken in his garden at mm. at dawn and the bird song uh, that you hear and just layered on top of that, some very minimal synth that gives it enough rhythm for you to actually think, yeah, this is a piece of music, while at the same time, it's super ambient. And that was just, you know, puts you into a really relaxed state of mind. Excellent. So, Ben, what have you been listening to?
0: Yeah, so um, Alex and I have had a holiday in Western Supermare recently, and I've been uh, watching Alex bust some moves in the arcade playing Dance Dance Revolution. Have you ever heard of that?
1: Is it a dance mat game?
0: Yeah, pretty much. And that's kind of inspired us to dig into some sort of Asian big beat from circa 2000, which is the kind of music that they've got on the game. And we came across an album from 1999 by Lee Jung Hyun, with the English title, First Let's Go To My Star. It's an awesome blend of, like, um, the Killer Instinct game soundtrack music and, uh, like, theme music from anime that I don't watch and um, the Roland TB-303 mixed with some general MIDI sounds from the era. Um, it's great fun
1: is it music is it the kind of sparkly aesthetic is it everything's wow sparkle pop yay let's go
0: the sort of thing that you might find on the matrix soundtrack okay excellent so our third jam of the night will be dyads Uh, what is a dyad Andy a dyad is just two notes played together so like a chord Excellent, thank you. This jam involves Andy and I playing alternating long notes which cause an ever-changing string of dyads. Now, what instruments will you and I be playing on this one, Andy?
1: Well, to change things up today, we're both actually going to be playing on the same instrument but creating different sounds. I've set up a couple of instances of Cine Wind's Ulayan Pipes. What's a Ulayan pipe? It's a kind of bagpipe. It's an Irish bagpipe and it has different pipes on it. So one of the pipes is the drone and the other pipe is called a chanter or shanter, I'm not sure, but it's it's the note that plays melodies on top of the drone and they have quite different sounds. So for this dyads Jam, I will be playing the chanter. Ooh. And Ben will be
0: playing the drone. So We're both going to be playing on our separate MIDI controllers here, our separate keyboards, and Mark is going to be playing on drums. So
2: what are those sticks you've got there, Mark? Um, well, these sticks are called hot rods, and they're little bits of bamboo that are all sort of um, held together, and they give a lot quieter sound than the drumstick. Excellent. Shall I start this one?
1: Well, (laughs) Mark, what are your thoughts on that jam? Um,
2: Well, it was kind of hard to sort of get into it to start with because both of you are sort of playing single notes and it's sort of... And then I thought most probably percussion players or drummers would think of sort of playing something very slow. But then I just thought maybe a polyrhythm might work nicer Ah. over it and make it sound that bit different. Um, And then it went into a sort of like African feel. So it was kind of a rolling kind of rhythm that ended up going behind what you two guys were putting on with your, your single notes.
1: And I suppose, although from one angle, what we were doing was very different. We were playing long languid notes and you're doing some quite complex rhythms. But there's something about, like you said, doing some African drumming patterns, which sounds almost like a warrior rhythm with the pipes which were often used you know before going into battle it's almost like we oh, were yes. bringing the battle sounds of two different <laughs> cultures together and for that reason it worked ben there was so much that we were doing that fitted really well in a really constant nice way that people listening to that may have felt that some of the dissonant notes were actually mistakes
0: but were there any <laughs> mistakes in that dyad's jam Now, one of the things I love about a dyad's jam is that you can't really make mistakes because any two notes kind of self-normalise almost immediately. So if you have a key change or if you introduce a new unexpected interval, then they always sound good.
1: So there are no wrong notes. There are just expected notes and unexpected notes.
0: (laughs) Yes, isn't that what all music is? <laughs> yes. So I was playing the drone part of the Euclidean pipe, which is an instrument I...
1: Ulayan I... pipe.
0: Oh. <laughs> Ulayan pipe, which is an instrument I've never heard of before, but obviously it's kind of like a bagpipe. On the real instrument, can the drone notes change as kind of nimbly as you can on a keyboard?
1: That's a good question. I know for sure that this sample library is more flexible than the real instrument. I think this is a sort of augmented digital version of it, but I could be wrong. Okey-doke! Well, moving on, I'm holding in my hands now a pack of cards. These are the bright orange trigger cards, which cause all sorts of musical mayhem. For our last jam tonight, we are going to play a trigger cards jam. Each of us will have one of these cards drawn at random, which has an instruction on to show to the other musicians at any point in the music, and we'll have to follow the instruction written on the card, whether that's play faster, slower, louder, change key, change the way we're playing, and uh, we never know what's going to happen. Excellent. So,
0: Andy Lowe, would you please distribute those cards?
1: I certainly will. Just choose any? Yeah. Thank you. don't show us. Okay, got it. Little bit see through. Ooh, thank you. Okay, and I'll have this one. So I'm moving back onto the
0: saxophone for this. And I'm going to be going onto this Wurlitzer sound for this. And I'm going back to my normal sticks. Excellent. Now, Mark, would you please start off this trigger cards jam? Okie
2: dokie.
1: That sounded like a lot more than three trigger cards being played.
0: <laughs> well, that was our longest jam on the Alki podcast by quite some time.
1: Well, it was about six minutes.
0: Okay. That's not that remarkable then. <laughs> I was
2: sort of getting into it. It could have gone on for three hours for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I mean, an absolute roller coaster ride of kind of different feels, different uh, grooves.
2: Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the way. It, it it's sort of like a kind of jazzy rhythm to start with, with a sort of R&B groove. And then I like the keyboard's bit that changed it so I could then hear a bit of reggae. So we put a bit of a reggae <laughs> rhythm there. And then uh, when one of the flash cards up to say, play softer, quieter. So it was me playing
1: the softer card to get everyone to come down. And we had that really nice soft section. Which were the other trigger cards that got played?
0: So, yeah, so... I did the first trigger card, which was Mimic One Player.
1: And I had just heard Mark play a triplet on one of his drums. So I started playing the triplets. That
0: da-da-da. Yeah. Yeah, and then I I heard you do that, so I started copying you.
2: Then I put my uh, card up, which was to change the register, um, which, because I held it up to the one side, um, I think Andy was the first one to see it. So he changed the register and then we just followed. That was quite
1: nice because we, me and Ben swapped yes. and I dropped down to the sort of bass register of the sax and then you went right up to the top of your yes. organ. So I went all
0: twinkly.
2: And that bit I I liked because it reminded me of my childhood um, <laughs> where my nan had a little musical box with a ballerina on the top and used to open the ballerina and it had that tinkly, tinkly twinkly sound that that you were getting there so it wasn't because your nan used to play experimental free improvisation (laughs) games it it could have been it's just sometimes when you play music and you're just going off on one and you're improvising maybe it's because i like drawing and painting but i quite often see images Mm. while we're actually playing a piece of music so maybe that's the weirdness of me (laughs)
0: Excellent. So, once again, we find ourselves at the end of the show. And if you've enjoyed the gamified improvisation you've heard tonight, why not check out our growing back catalogue on the Alki website, auki.uk, or subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Follow the Alki podcast on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter, and get in touch by email with the address contact at alki.uk. Let us know how you're using gamification techniques to really play with music. And that concludes episode 16 of Alki, the gamified music improvisation podcast recorded right here in Shrewsbury, UK. We'd like to thank our special guest, percussionist tonight, Mark Webster.
2: Thank you very much, guys. I've really enjoyed it.
0: Thank you, Mark. I'm Andy. I'm Benedict. Good night.